Welcome back to the Social Girls Podcast. Today we're talking about all things business, especially how to set one up. So I think this topic is really fun for the both of us, considering we just started up a business very recently. Very fresh knowledge. (laughs) Very, very fresh knowledge. For those who don't know, Hannah and I are the co-founders of Social Show. It's a social media and events agency based right here in Adelaide, South Australia. So we do have a lot of fresh knowledge as we started the business in October and we are full-time in the business as of today. Yeah, as of today. We're recording right now on the 3rd of Jan. It's our very first day back, even though it's a public holiday. (laughs) Yeah, not too good at the whole managering thing yet. (laughs) Not at all. All right, so to dive straight into why we even set up the business to begin with, we were pretty lucky in the sense it sort of fell into our laps. Yeah, for sure. um, Both, this is how we actually met. We worked for the Rapid Enterprise Development Program um, and Viva Mutual and working on those and... Um, from there, we pretty much, you know, we're talking about the next year, which is now 2022 and the opportunity sort of fell in our laps and Coco asked me one day when we were driving around, Hey, you know, do you think we could make this happen? Do you want to do it? And I straight away said, yes. And here we are. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no other way to explain it. So let's jump right into it. Setting up a business sounds super scary. Mm-hmm. It sounds like this big, overarching, scary monster. It's not that far off, to be fair. Yeah, it is um, scary. <laughs> it is. I don't want to leave anyone on. It's pretty scary, and it's scary thinking that you are solely responsible for your entire income mm-hmm. and how you want to live your life. It's dependent on how your business does. You know, that's interesting that you just said that, though, because I was in the car with my sister yesterday. I was dropping her off somewhere. And I said to her, I am so looking forward to being, I guess, the reason for my income. Like, my work ethic is a representation of, you know, my paychecks that come in, really. And that, all of a sudden, like, I was not scared of that, but it was obviously a worry for a second. It's definitely one of the biggest worries. But all of a sudden, I was like, wow, how cool. Like, I just got really motivated all of a sudden to get back to work today and you know it's cool to know that the hard work you put in is sort of the reward you get out of it yeah it's like a direct correlation of how good you are I suppose and how much work you put into the business is what you get out on the other end yes it's a lot more rewarding I think just to um, any other income that you make so the first thing that we did was Register the business, I think. Yeah, it was. And it was sitting at my house. Yeah, it was very casual. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing we did do was we registered it as a company, not a business. Um, that is because registering it as a company as pr- proprietary limited, I think we are technically social show PTY LTD. Yeah. Because it separates your personal assets a bit more from the business. Because for myself, I am a homeowner and if the business went kaput, essentially that means that the bank can't take your house if your your business goes bankrupt. Don't quote us on that, but that's sort of yeah. the reason why it's limited. On our first day in October, we registered a company as Social Show PTY LTD and then we went and registered our domain name. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of made a list of everything that we needed. 
And for us, that was an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely an accountant, yes. A lawyer. Insurance. Yeah, insurance was a big one. Anyone who I spoke to, without a doubt, didn't even finish my sentence about saying I just, you know, started a company and almost their reply straight away was insurance. And there's like a bunch of different insurances, but for us, we had to get, what was it called? Um, uh, public, and then it was personal indemnity. Yeah, and that's because our company gives advice. Yeah, and that basically just means that if people sue you for the advice that you've given, you're covered. Pretty much, yes. Okay, so that was obviously all of more of the crucial important things that we needed to tick off our list. But I think the next part, which was fun for the both of us, which was brainstorming, I guess, what we want to get out of the company, you know, what our vision is for the company, both of our roles was really important which we determined very quickly we were going to sort of both take on roles I mean whilst we're obviously going to be working together um through everything and obviously always you know chatting with each other and Mm -hmm. asking advice and all of that we worked out very quickly that yeah we wanted to sort of do separate things within the company so my role is more um the social media and event side to it. So a little bit more of monitoring the social media and then working with clients, doing more of that side of things. My role um, is the managing director. So I make sure everything we do is legal, which is why most of my advice here is quite boring. <laughs> Get a lawyer. I, I have the um, fun advice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I make sure we get paid and I make sure we're doing everything by the book and I, Make sure that we have money coming through the door. Mm-hmm. The most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was really good, I think. And speaking with lots of people, I spoke to a family friend and he said that was really, um, I guess, a good and important thing to do is to sort of make sure we both have our own roles and we're not sort of crossing over. And, you know, sometimes it can get difficult when that happens. So it's good to know we both, you know, come to work and, um, we have our to-do list for the day, but we can still communicate and rely on each other heaps. Yeah, for sure. I think that was a really important step for us in sort of working out what we both are going to do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Because whilst we are brand new, our client load isn't huge. No. So it's working out who does what to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So when we started the company, we immediately, immediately knew it was going to be some sort of marketing Social media. Social media based company. That's what we did. Um, And we decided on this niche of social media marketing and event management because that was what our skills were in. So do what you know. (laughs) Definitely. Biggest piece of advice. Do what you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so within that, we sort of split, split it into, so we offer A, events management, B, social media, and within those two sort of A and B areas, they each have three different levels of what we offer. Yeah, we wanted to keep it sort of simple and clean, as well as obviously having the two aspects. We wanted to make sure it was clear to have our three for each. Yeah, for sure. So why did we want to set up this business? I suppose, for me personally, I've always wanted my own business. Mm-hmm. It's something I've always strived for. I've never seen myself working long-term for somebody. It's not like who we worked for were horrible people. They're lovely. We still work with them to this day. It was just 
a sense of self-accomplishment, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, very similar. I studied, I just finished studying a Bachelor of Business Entrepreneurship. So obviously I was heading down this path at some point. I didn't expect it to happen so soon, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. Um, but yeah, I, I think like just exactly like what I was saying before when I was talking to my sister, um, for me, the motivation and it's exciting to know that this is ours, you know, yeah. this is whatever comes from this, um, you know, in a year's time or five years time, um, if we still have this company and, you know, we're thriving, it's really cool to know that it's us, it's our hard work and yeah. it's very rewarding. And I think that to me is what I always wanted from a career. Um, I wanted something that I was really passionate about and, you know, if I didn't like something, we don't, you know, we just, we can change it. Yeah. You know, we don't have to go through anyone. We communicate with each other. And if we want to change something, we can, which is really cool to have that control over your workplace. A little bit of our advice. So we have a discussion about do's and don'ts. Mm -hmm. And I think something that's really unique for Hannah and I is that we weren't friends to start with. So we were friendly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds horrible. Yeah. But we were friendly. We were co-workers and we worked really well together. So coming into the business, we had a working relationship. Definitely. Which is so different to coming in with a friend and having to switch it. Yeah. I would say we're definitely friends now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like you. <laughs> I like you too. <laughs> um, but we established the working relationship really early, so it's really easy to turn, to transition into work friends versus friends and then have to switch to that work mentality. Yes. That can get really complicated sometimes. Definitely. Yeah, I think it's important to sort of also – I mean, there's obviously a risk, you know yeah. what I mean? It's not like we're going to have a fight anytime soon. But there is that huge risk going into it with a really, really close friend. And you also, like, we obviously know a lot about each other, but yeah. we also don't as well. I mean, we've only known each other for... A year? Pretty much a year. Yeah. So, I mean, whilst, you know, we are comfortable with one another, it's, you know, we also still have our personal lives too and our other close friends and all mm-hmm. of that, which I think is really important going into into business with someone. Yeah. And on that, as you said, about the, the fights and stuff like that, that's where I come in and we get a lawyer. So we write up the, share, yeah. the shareholders agreement, which so it determines if one party wants to leave, how they can leave yeah. and all of those sorts of stuff. Making sure we had that nice and clear from the get-go. Yeah. Just so that if case. anything did happen, it was crazy. Yeah. If anyone wanted out, they can get out without destroying an entire company. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Some more little nuggets of advice I would say is find people who are smarter than you. I mean... Find, find <laughs> people who are smarter than you. If That's cool. If you're the smartest person... I, this is not quoted from me. If you're the smartest person in the room, you've got to find a smarter room. You always want to be learning from people. So mm-hmm. one thing that I wanted to focus on when building this business was the networking aspect of it. Finding other people... We're from Adelaide. It's... It's a city, yeah, but it's more or less a country town. It's a big country town, yeah. Everyone knows everyone and you have to be in it uh-huh. <laughs> to, to know the correct people. So for me, I spend a lot of time in networking events. That's part of my role and my job is growing the company and not just to get business. I think it's really important to be there to learn from other business owners. 
because most of the networking events have small business owners, medium business owners, and they've gone through this process so they're able to give you advice. Yes. You know, on that as well, I, I've i always been told, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And anytime you can, you know, bring it up into conversation, definitely do it. Like, be proud of what you've started you know the amount of times that I've bumped into someone especially at this time of the year it's the good old oh what are you up to blah 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 um and I love just saying oh you know at first it was a bit awkward I didn't really know how to say it um but now I say oh I've just started a company like and you know they're interested straight away tell them you know social media and events you know here's a business card if and it could just be a family friend but you never know that family friend could be speaking to someone one day who's having trouble with their social media or mm-hmm. needs to hire someone for an event and they'll go, oh my God, you wouldn't believe it. You know, I know someone, you know, so it's just, I think communication is important and always talking to people because yeah, it's it's not what you know, it's, it's who you know. Absolutely. All of my career opportunities have happened through who I know, not what I know. Definitely. So yeah. I, as I as well, I have a degree, did all the interning, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I, all my jobs I've ever gotten or have been in have been sort of stepping stones from one to another. So I interned and I got a job through my internship and then I got my other job through working with a client within that job. Like it's all sort of a mixed up <laughs> bag yeah. of who I know. And yeah. it's the same with this company. So it started because of who we knew. Mm-hmm. We were able to start it because they wanted to be our, our clients and they were okay transitioning into that sort of role. Yeah. So just sort of reflecting back on our last couple podcasts and we've been talking heaps about mental health and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. I think it's really important to trust yourself. That ha- That's a, to me, that's a, huge piece of advice that I would offer um, in setting up a business or in anything really but especially setting up a business I think you definitely need to trust yourself like there have been moments where I have felt um, not dumb but it's just a matter of knowing things that you didn't know you needed to know yeah that's what I've found a lot with this process Mm -hmm. but you just have to trust that you know I mean for both of us that we are smart enough and capable enough to to do this and to be quite successful and if it doesn't come from you you know as people can tell you oh you guys are doing great and you know clients can say that but I think it has to come from us too we have to trust what we're doing and that we're definitely capable to do you know great things I think on that you like circling back to the comment on you don't have to be you shouldn't be the smartest in the room you just should just know who to contact to help us with that yeah and because I remember sitting at one of my family dinners and someone's like oh you don't know how to do tax and I was like no I don't but I do know how to do I do know how to start a company so yeah I've got strengths but I got also weaknesses yes so I went and got an accountant to help us with our first year of sort of um, in Australia, we have like bad statements and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And and they were so shocked that I didn't know this piece of information. Yeah. But I was like, well, how do I need, like, I'll learn it eventually. Yeah. But you I know, know though, so many other things. This is something that I learned in uni. Um, and like I studied entrepreneurship and this is one of the first subjects I did. And it was, you know, in high school, you always used to try and build on 
your weaknesses. You kind of, you had your strengths, but you know, the subjects, I'd say I was really bad at maths. You know, you would put extra effort to make sure you were good at maths. Yeah. And so now when you, you know, graduate school and what I learned at uni is your strengths are what make you, you. So why are you spending time on your weaknesses mm-hmm. when, you know, you can just hire an accountant, you know, if, if it, you know, accounting and numbers aren't your strengths, just, hire an accountant and you know for me I feel I'm strongest at more of the social media side to things that's where I feel comfiest and I can thrive in and learn heaps so I'm going to put all my energy into that and give it 110 percent and yeah learn a bit of accounting on the side but why would I jeopardize putting in hard work over here when you know I'm putting all my time on a weakness over here that you can just get someone else to to help you out Absolutely. You know, so that was interesting yeah. that I learned that at uni, um, especially in entrepreneurship. You know, if you've started up something, you want to put your time and effort into your strengths. You know, sort of not forget your weaknesses, but put more time into your strengths, make them even stronger. Yeah, there's so many like stories and podcasts about small business owner burnout, about that they try to do everything, mm-hmm. um, and just run themselves into the ground because. To do, say, I am a business owner and I'm not good at social media and I recognise it was important for my company but it took me hours to get a post up or that's such a waste of your time. Yeah, huge waste of your time. Because a post can take literally like a couple minutes. Yeah. So if you find the person that can do it for you, you will save so much of your time, it is in turn money. Yeah. And your time can be spent making more money in different areas of that company. Yeah, agreed. Let's have a chat about some don'ts. <laughs> so we had, we had a little bit of some advice nuggets there. And now we're going to dive into some of the things that we don't think that you should do if you're thinking about starting a business. Yeah. I would say number one is don't overcapitalize. Start mm-hmm. small and grow. Even though you are the bomb and your business is going to work, it might not. Yeah. Definitely. So always cover your ass. So for us, we started with our office in my house. So we didn't have a year worth of rent to pay if the company (laughs) failed after a month. It also ensures that we can take a bit of a wage and not spend all that money on a office in the city. Yeah. When it's totally not necessary. I mean, if it was essential and you had no other option, totally understand but considering we have the opportunity to, you know, to utilise this space and not have to rent, definitely the better option. Yeah. Don't get us wrong, we both really do want that cool office in the city. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I want, like, the top floor. <laughs> See, I don't. We've had this conversation so many times. I want the bottom floor. <laughs> <laughs> we could just have separate offices. That's totally fine. <laughs> so also, like, from what you just said, Coco, and making I think the don't comes into it make things too big for yourself too soon so for us when we were discussing our services we're going to offer we could have made that huge yeah like we could have offered you know like we spun into branding a little bit too when we were talking about it yeah definitely I mean our capabilities and our strengths we could definitely play on that a bit more and and give us you know how many tasks and whatever and offer all these services and that but you know, we sort of just got to get our groove first. Yeah. You know, we can offer the three social media 
packages and the three event management packages and if we feel that you know we can handle that workload and we have more to offer well then yeah of course you know six months down the track we can definitely expand on that but I think keep things simple to begin with see how it goes um you know see what people are interested in what people are wanting at the moment and then go from there because you can always get bigger I mean I know you can always you know get smaller for sure but I think just to start off with, find find your groove and keep it simple and then, you know, expand from there. It also helps to find your niche. So yes. when trying to market your business to get customers, the more streamlined that you can say it, the easier it is going to be to sell. So people don't want to sit there and hear you say, I do this, 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 and this. They're like, yeah. whoa, they're going to find you because of one particular thing they want yeah. that you do. If you, um, if your business serves a particular part of the market, yeah. I suppose is what a niche is. It's, um, it's you serving one area or delivering one thing to one area. Yeah. Um, so having a niche is, makes it so much easier for customers to be able to find you. If you, for in our case, if we did social media, branding, websites, blah, 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 that's digital marketing, sure. But you're competing with a shit ton of digital marketing agencies that are already out there. Yeah. So there's 101 people that's going to come up before you on Google. 101 reels are going to come up before you on Instagram. Yeah. So if you have a very specific, this is what we do, and the people can just quickly Google and you're more likely to come up. Yeah, I think that it can get really messy too, you know. Absolutely. If it gets too messy, they're going to be confused as to what you actually offer and they're not going to bother wasting their time contacting you. But if it's very clear what you offer, then, you know, they'll be more likely to, to jump on board. I think if we circle back to some do's, I think for us it was really important to have a working environment so we said don't overcapitalize and get an office but don't just like work on the floor <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't work on the floor so for both of our mental health capabilities and to get work done we wanted a aesthetically pleasing yeah. nice little office environment and that for us helps us work definitely yeah it makes you excited to go to work if you love the space you're working into like there's so sure. many factors that goes into it do you have fun everyone Start <laughs> <laughs> the energy that just went into that as well was brilliant starting a business is scary as fuck but it's also going to be the best thing you've ever done for sure so have fun with it enjoy it and believe in yourself Yes, I think that's also an element of um, why I think too we started this podcast because it's sort of, obviously it's a work task to sit there and have to record it, but it's also kind of relaxing and it's fun to get to talk to people and to interview people. Yeah. And it's a more, I mean, in the beginning, probably our first two episodes was a little bit more terrifying to record because we were really new but I think now that we are a lot more comfortable with it, it's to me it's sort of a fun aspect to to the work environment now and, and what we do. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of the funner things that I do, considering that most of my job is money. <laughs> <laughs> the most important part. <laughs> least amount of fun. Yeah. Although it's fun when you watch it go into the bank account. That is a very good point. 
tracking it, not so fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> not at all. So when starting your, your business, just remember that no one else can do you. Mm-hmm. So you're the only one who can produce what you're producing. So don't get too caught up in the competition. Keep an eye out because, yes, you are competing for clients in a certain, in a certain sense. But the clients that want to work with you, you should attract naturally. Yeah, definitely. Because what you're offering is yourself. Yourself doing the work. Like, you are your business. Especially in our sense, because we're a very teeny tiny micro business. Um, If you're a big company, slightly different. Yeah. I think just the last piece of advice would be just do it. Definitely. As Nike would say. As Nike would say, oh my God, so true. Yeah, I think just if you have an idea and you have the resources and you're ready to put the work in and know that it is going to be a little bit scary, but it has to be. Anything new or anything like that has to has to be a little bit terrifying. Um, just definitely go ahead and do it. So to quickly wrap up, We've really enjoyed this podcast. This is a really chill one for us. We this sort of very chill. just dived into our very, very recent history about starting this, <laughs> starting this, this company, which is um, Social Show. Thank you for joining us today on the Social Girls Podcast. Make sure you follow us at Social Girls Podcast on Instagram. Let us know what you'd like to hear in the future. Thank you. Bye. Bye.